Stirring the Pot with Drip Kitchen. Why? I don't know. I just get a new pen at work and I just fucking chew it. Yeah, I hope you don't give them back. Oh, they're my pens. Do you have people sign paperwork with those pens? I give them fresh pens. <laughs> I have uh, two packs of pens. I have like over 100 pens in my backpack because I always lose them. Each time I fight it, I start with a new one. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to wrap my head around why you're chewing on people's pens. They're my pens. You said you bought them? You said you bought those pens? Yeah. Is that company pens? No, they're my pens. I stopped at Walgreens. That's fun. I don't know. I mean, she bought them. She got tax on them. She can chew on them. <laughs> you're gonna go to a customer one day and your mouth is gonna be all fucking blue it's, with it's ink. It's a cap. Just She's a cap. not gonna realize that it's like all over. <laughs> I wake up too early for someone who doesn't have anything to do. I saw that you went on a cruise today. That's always fun to do. Yeah, it was alright. I didn't really come across anything like really crazy. So that was cool, but it was nice. I, I left the house. That was cool. Um, we got to chat on the phone. What's that? We got to chat on the phone. We did. We did. Me and Taylor are both uh, on the road now. Road dogs. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in a building with no windows. That's awesome. I heard good ventilation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she even came outside, had some lunch with me today. Well, she ate one check. Stood up there, but. That's nice. Yeah, that was actually pretty awesome. Although, this morning, dude, I don't know if I was just like way too stoned or what, but I saw you come in and you waved hi to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I work with Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Well, yesterday I didn't see you at all. Dude, we're like two ships passing in the night. We just like walk by each other and both like do this like, hey, raise our hand real quick and then just like speed off in opposite directions. But like for whatever reason, no matter when I come in, she for some reason always, I feel like knows that I'm coming because she always looks and it's like at the same time that I'm coming. Oh no. No, that's me all day to everyone. (laughs) They probably are so annoyed by that. I literally look behind my back all day. I'm like paranoid. I don't know. (laughs) So every time the door opens, you look? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Every time anyone goes by with, like, a cart or a fork truck, I just, like, I don't know. I like knowing what's going on. You exactly looks so bothered. Yeah. I mean, I'm all, like, masked up all day with, like, the respirator and then my giant earmuffs. So, like, I just look like a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> I saw those pants. I saw those pants that they got you, the first ones. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, so my God. I finally got work, like, work pants from the company or whatever. And uh, to try them on, they had given me Alexis's pair of pants to try on. Weirdly enough, the length was fine. Obviously, like, the waist was, like, a little bit small. And uh, then Alexis told me, you want to tell them about the first pair you got? Oh, yeah. So, um, like, it's pretty much taken, like since I started there in 
the beginning of December for them to get me uniform pants because, like, apparently they don't make my size very often. Um, but, like, dude, the guy gave me these pants and I tried them on. First of all, they were like fucking capris. Can I just tell you, I saw them today when I tried my pants on and I held them up <laughs> and I think they were like size 3T. Like, for toddlers. <laughs> Dude, I could not button them. I was just, like, trying to suck it in and button. And I'm like, nah, this can't be right. This can't be right. But they would, If I put them on, A, I wouldn't be able to, like, button them. But B, they'd probably be above my knees. Dude. <laughs> oh, like, Bermuda shorts. <laughs> I'm just so lucky that I brought my own hair in that day because had I not I would have been in like my pajama bottoms <laughs> honestly if I gain any weight these aren't gonna fit they're like <laughs> just snug enough <laughs> oh. but, uh, they're definitely you can tell that they're not used to maybe making female clothes because there's no shape to them oh, like, they're God. really just like straight pants dude like, you should you should see the long sleeve button ups that they gave me. I refuse to wear them. I refuse. I'm like, oh, that's a fashion. No. I'm supposed to be getting some. <laughs> oh my God, dude. If you and I both wear them the same day, they're going to think that we're lesbians together. <laughs> Literally. So, my family, that's probably going to sound really wrong, but like, apparently when I wear flannels, I am told that I look like a lesbian. And I, I don't know why. Um, but I saw that to myself today when I saw, like, the shirts that they were getting me. <laughs> Am I going to be cancel cultured for that? I didn't mean it. About no, it. dude. As, as a fellow gay, I can affirm that flannels are definitely, definitely a gay woman thing. Yeah. That's why well, I get confused when straight girls wear them. They're not, like, shouldn't be allowed. Flannels are pretty gay, dude. I mean. I love flannels, though. I mean, it's funny, though. I, I think it's what it is, is that if it's um, kind of masculine and a girl's wearing it, it's like if a guy wears a flannel, you're like, damn, that's pretty outdoorsy. Now I get steel toe boots to match. Yeah, see, and you like comfortable shoes, you big LL Bean lesbian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, what you doing? You do it to yourself. Dude, I won't even wear the vest anymore because my brother would always say that. Why does the back say I love eating pussy? <laughs> <laughs> it does, but it's just you have to look really closely. Yeah. <laughs> it's something like a cursive, so you know it sometimes it's misunderstood. Oh, I love it, dude. <laughs> that's my favorite one that you have. No, I really think that's what it is though. Cause you know what my thing lately is? I like wearing pants that aren't like super fitted at the bottom anymore. Like the boyfriend jeans. They're like kind of well, no, they're like tight near the butt, but then they're like kind of like boot cut. Yeah, these ones could almost be like a skirt, but it's pants. There's just like they're, they're like parachutes. Yeah, I wish I could see these. I could literally, you know, like the mechanic pants that you see guys wear that are just like blue, and they're just yeah, it's not weird. There. Oh, you guys yeah. gonna wear those? Do they make those in women's sizes? I think they got, I think they like had them. I think my size was was normal, but I think that Alexis's ears were like touched up. Yeah. All I can say is that like I can't lose a fucking pound because 
as it is, I've been like pulling them up and I'm like, I'm going to have plumber's crack. Like, <laughs> that's my greatest nightmare. It's got to be so square on you guys, you know? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just so shapeless. You guys must look like Minecraft characters. Like, I wore them today and I like, you know, did like the pat down to like feel them. And it's like, I, my butt was gone. Yeah, they got nice pockets, though. Dude, <laughs> have some deep pockets. Yeah, dude, dude, pockets do rule. Like, they really do. Like, it's like cargo pants. Every dude pants is like cargo pants because their pockets are down to their fucking knee. <clears throat> yep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear them tomorrow, and then when I get my shirt, I'm gonna wear my shirt, I'm gonna tuck it all in. I'm gonna throw some safety glasses on for effect when I walk through the shop. Dang. I'm going to carry my little clipboard thing, you know? Yo, she's going to assure no one wants to fuck her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's going to have the hugest hog in between your legs there, dude. <laughs> Showing my sex appeal. Yeah. Holy shit. Just show off that shapeless body. <laughs> Yo, so this is crazy, but by the time this podcast is out, like, our schedule's like, out, out now. Okay. It was out, out. The day before our last one. <laughs> so we are for sure. We're all out, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we should name this podcast episode, Coming Out. Yeah, we're coming out, guys. <laughs> Started with Taylor, and then after Taylor was gay, we all toppled. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, damn, I knew it. All right, so I actually did do some research for this one. Boy. Yeah. I actually did. I actually thought about the whole idea of the segments, and I figured we could do one serious one where um, I talk about what's going on in the car world. Are overall. we really going to go from talking about being gay to being serious? Oh, 100%. That's 100% what this podcast is, is gay, poop, periods, and current events. All right, so I don't know if this is even going to be a weekly segment because I hate committing to things like that. Um, and if it were to be, I don't want to name it. I think it would be cool if somebody else named it. Stirring the pot, current affairs. Tell right. us the news. What's All the right, news this week? week? All right, the news this week. All right. So I know you guys don't know a lot about Formula One, but I do know that we do have some listeners that listen to Formula or watch Formula One. So, so. yeah, whatever. So obviously, in recent news, we all know currently Russia is invading Ukraine. And lesser news, this could potentially lead to the worst driver in current day F1 being banned from the sport. If you're not familiar with Mazepin, he's the son of Dmitry Mazepin, who is a majority shareholder and chair of. Eurochem Integrated Chemicals Company. He is quite literally an oligarch. Am I saying that right? So chances are his dad is partying with Putin is basically what that means. But for those who are not familiar with the term, uh, oligarch is a rich business leader with a great deal of political influence, which is why Mizapin is one of the most untalented people in the sport. In this case, we would call him a pay driver. And Daddy basically bought him the F1 team and is the main sponsor of the Haas team, with the Russian GP being canceled as well as under circum- uh, current circumstances. This could be the good riddance we were all hoping for. And good news, 19th season of Formula Drift is uh, less than a month away. 
with Formula Drift kicking off at the streets of Long Beach on April 1st. Our friend and former podcast guest Mike Powers is on the pro roster this year, and we're wishing him the best of luck. Hell yeah. So back to the F1. So we don't want him to drive? No, absolutely not. Uh, Nikita Mazepin sucks dick. <laughs> absolutely. Um, he's just not a good driver. <laughs> he was always a... Uh, end of the he just he wasn't good he was getting lapped um he spins out he's just talentless and his daddy is literally just i don't know but he has a lot of money like so a will. is f1 like kind of bougie i know nothing about that oh super so. bougie super like, bougie the most bougie so it's so expensive to own an f1 team like oh my goodness i mean he he's just like i think their main sponsor i i don't know but I don't know the ins and outs, but what I do know is what I did Google. So if he gets banned from F1, then, like, what's he going to do? Um, I don't think there is much he can do. I mean, to be fair, I don't think there's going to be a huge petition asking for Nikita. Mazepin to come back, just because nobody really likes Mazepin, for the most part. He's kind of an F1 joke. Um, It's just, I don't think anyone's going to fight for him, and I don't think he's in a position to fight for himself. He even kind of said everything that's happening is kind of out of his hands, and he's done everything he can, but politically. And they can't. They already canceled the Russian GP, due to obvious things going on. And, um, yeah, I just think this is kind of, uh, this is bigger than them. So. Yeah, Yeah, that's wild. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and there's only, like, 20 seats in uh, F1. So, I don't know. I think everybody's wondering what the reserve driver for the Haas team is going to be. So, for any F1 fans, Morgan Oldham, her uh, previous guest. I know she likes F1. But, uh, yeah, little fun newsy news. Super serious. I like <laughs> that. I like that a lot, Kim. That was really cool. Thanks, dude. Thanks. So I figure maybe I'll try you and figure You actually, like, sounded like you put in some effort there. I do. Sometimes when I try, it comes out real good, dude. Dude, I mean, <laughs> yo, try more often. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it's like, dude, give a shit. <laughs> What about when you guys were in high school? Like, did you get up that early and get ready for high school? Because I was definitely, like, rolled out of bed five minutes before I had to go. No. Dude, no way. I was a fucking insomniac in high school. I stayed up way too late every night. Really? How did you... Dude, how did you get ready? You, like, had some looks, man. Um, that was more, I would, like, get ready at school kind of thing. I would change into my boots that I kept in my locker, because I didn't want my mom to get mad. Oh, well, I didn't know that this whole time. Maybe (laughs) did. That's why I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? You weren't sitting at your house fucking for an hour and a half before school being like, yeah. Dude, I just remember trying so hard, and, like... Just going all out with the hair and the makeup and shit. Dude, I've been doing more and more of that lately, but it feels different when you're older. It's not as fun because it's not as naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
So wait, did you have to, like, take it all off before the end of the day? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know you were doing all that. Jesus Christ. Dude, all the fucking chains and shit. Yeah, I just keep it's that your- <laughs> Your backpack sounds like a fucking medieval dungeon. Jink, <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. All the chains stuffed into it. That's so funny. The fucking bracelets with the spikes I'd be throwing on in the hallway going to class. Oh, man. There were these, like, garlic butter noodles that they had served with the chicken parm. That's probably, like, that alone could have kept me in school. Oh, no. No, if they had weed, that would have kept me in school. No. (laughs) We provided that ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't even start smoking until I was out of high school. The same. Big same, which is funny. That's why it was a stupid joke. But yeah, I didn't start smoking weed until I was 20 years old, so my brain kind of developed all the way. Uh (laughs) Taylor's just (laughs) silent. Yeah, yeah. What time? When? How old were you? I was like a junior in high school, 16. Damn, what a badass, Taylor. Yeah, Jesus Christ, getting in fights, smoking weed, and everybody's, wow, Taylor's a nice one. I'm like, yeah, fucking bet. Yeah, I could also buy all the beer from 7-Eleven. What? I should like, bleep out that name, but, like, I, that's 16, 17, like, I would charge people to go get them, like, a couple 40 ounces. And the the guy at the store just, like, talked, I went in there all the time, and, like, we talked, and he just never questioned it. Wow, look at you. Yeah, I had my own little side biz in high school. I could probably incriminate myself, but, you know. Hmm. Well, no, it's okay. I think everybody was doing everything. There's going to be, um, what is the statue of limitations on that? I was actually lying. I just wanted to look really cool in front of you guys. Yeah, yeah I was just kidding. I was just uh, selling alcohol um, to minors as a joke. Oh, God, that sounds too <laughs> 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 Dude, there's a statute of limitations. It's fine. At least I wasn't an older person selling so much I was underage too. <laughs> this was kind of over ten years ago, so you know. <laughs> look at her with her collar. <laughs> Where's my pen? Oh, oh my god. Um, is it better or worse that she was underage or of age? I didn't She's sell like, it, no, I gave it to him. No. She goes, chill, it's fine. I wasn't supposed to have it either. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> just just trying to get rid of it. Yeah, uh, I remember one time walking out like with like two 30 racks and a cop walking <laughs> in at the same time. And you have to be confident. You have to just like keep your head up and just like, you know, I'm supposed to be <laughs> supposed to true. be true. How many times, even, like, as a freshly, like, 21-year-old, have you walked out of a place and walked by a cop and been like, oh, my God, they're going to ID me? No, they're not. They're not going to take their chances. You made it that far. Honestly, the place got busted uh, (laughs) (laughs) for selling to other underage people. It wasn't even me. So, you know. I was just fucking rolling the dice with any pretty blonde girl that came in, huh? (laughs) Don't judge my 16-year-old self. No, I wouldn't. No. Um, I'm trying to think if I did anything silly. Um, I stole beer from a 7-Eleven, like, ten years ago. Damn. 
Yeah, I didn't have the fucking in. I guess I wasn't as pretty as Taylor. I actually had to fucking take it. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. I didn't even take it. Um, I was just the person um, that went in with... So, we had, like, a master plan of um, how we were going to get beer. It, it wasn't even that we couldn't buy it. It was the fact that it was after, what, 11 o'clock? That's the cutoff? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it was just a stupid time thing where it's like, yeah, we probably should should have thrown a 20 on the counter, but we didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I went in there with uh, one of my friends, and then uh, two of my friends pretended to show up after, and then take beer while we were kind of being lookout. And uh, yeah, they still associated us with it, even though we were like, well, we don't even know those people. Because they ran out with it. We were like, oh, we can take our time. We don't know them. And they were going to meet up with us later. We were just trying to be, like, distraction. Yo, that's because I knew... Okay, so when you were talking about that, I knew a group of people that would do the same thing. But they, like, the 7-Eleven that you guys would, would always go to, they would hit that in all the shells. And they would do it every fucking weekend. Really? No, we weren't. No, and it wasn't us. We weren't like those banditos, like fucking. And on top of that, it wasn't even the Seven Eleven you're thinking of. Oh. I know which one you're thinking of. It's a different one. It's the one. Um, what the fuck? Uh, Benson's Benson Farm. Okay. Give me your pants around for their money doing shit like that. <laughs> I am an angel. Oh, that's true. They probably didn't know about that, did they? No. Yeah. I told about it after. Like, they, my mom knows about it now. Mm. Like, at the time, absolutely not. <laughs> Taylor's just down at the corner selling 40s. I didn't want to get grounded. <laughs> you lose money when you get grounded. <laughs> your mom your mom shows up and you're outside 7-Eleven. What are you doing? Hold- Why, you want a 40? You want a king cobra? <laughs> I just don't understand why forties was the thing. Because it was a, it was a lot of alcohol. You could carry it in a single bottle, and it was good enough for one teenager. And it was cheap as fuck. It was like two four, like two fifty a piece. Dude, I was gonna say you could get a forty for like fucking two dollars. <laughs> um, it's ridiculous. You were probably playing piano. <laughs> Although I did get alcohol from bodegas and stuff in New York, and it's true. for whatever reason, I could go to bars in New York City, and I wasn't even freaking eighteen yet. <clears throat> New York, though, I mean, they you were well, you were in New York twenty one, which means you were at least over fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever go to the like under eighteen uh, club in Nashua? Oh, no, no, you I didn't. You talking about, right? Um, it was like it's been ten different names. Was uh, it on Amherst Street? There was one on Amherst Street. Okay, so I have a story about that one. Um, the one where like that uh, Gold's Gym used to be, right? Yeah, that okay. was like dude. So the only time I ever went there was for my friend's twenty first birthday. Oh, I feel like I shouldn't say this on the podcast. <laughs> okay, maybe we sh- I know what story. You're going to have to tell Taylor that another time, because that uh, might be a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll ha- Taylor, I'll have to tell you another day. It's a, it's a 
story. Yeah. We'll cut that. But wait, yeah, there. Wait, which one are you talking about? Because the only one I'm thinking of is the one that she went to. Unless you're talking about a dirty one down in downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you went in there? No, I never went. I wanted to know if you had gone. Wait, what dirty one downtown? It was, it was like a really gross one downtown where everybody was getting like stabbed outside and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't I remember this place? It was gross. It was, like, in between all the pizza places, by the tattoo places, uh, down by Drifters, where Drifters used to be. No, I don't remember. That, like, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what one... Like, closer to the circle. Yeah, it is basically the circle. It's right on the circle. It's, like, the back of the building. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, so there's that... Mm -mm. No. No, we wouldn't even be here right now if we had gone inside there. We would have died of syphilis or something. That place would look gross. Uh, it's gross. Um, but you were in the one that was on Amherst Street uh, back in the day when there was those like rave um, parties showing up everywhere. Mm-hmm. I went there like once, I think. The junkyard. Oh, yeah, that's what it was called. The junkyard. <laughs> I wonder what that other one was called. Um, it's still open, isn't it? It's like a casino now. Oh. Place is gross. Yeah. I, see, you- I, never, I never ended up in those places because I didn't like to dance. So it was like the worst thing I could ever do was be there. I don't know. I know it started with an S, but... Scummy. Yeah. <laughs> Syphilis. <laughs> it wasn't arena, was it? That's what it was at one point. It t- changed to arena. Was okay. it Amber Room? Amber Room, yes. It doesn't yeah. start with yeah. an S. Yeah. Wow. See, I knew what she meant, though. I was like, ooh. I was like, I bet you it's one of these A names. Arena. I remember her saying, I'm going to the arena tonight. And I was like, that's fucking disgusting. And then, uh, and then Amber Room. Amber Room just sounds kind of like overly creepy sexual for some reason. Like I was wanting either. at the time when I was a kid. Yeah, well, clothing always sounds fun when you're a kid, I think. And when you get older, you're like, hmm. Maybe it is still fun. I don't know. Maybe we were just the wrong crowd. Whitmore's Weekly Wisdom. The Whitmore's Weekly Wisdom. Uh, this week, my Whitmore Weekly Wisdom is to remember to keep believing yourself when the road gets bumpy. Hell yeah, dude. I was going to leave you hanging this week. I was going to like sit there awkwardly. I want yeah. to. Every week. Just every week, I want to just leave a long, lingering silence. That's so that's, fitting, dude. That's probably good, because then it can just really marinate. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, I don't I, want anything I say to ruin or take away from it. Yeah, I, I won't think of it as negative. I'll just be like, wow, she's really just immersing herself in it. Mm-hmm. Every, every week. As I hope everyone does. <laughs> Yo, but you know what's crazy? I just thought of something. Like, even if the road is bumpy, it's still going to get you to where you want to be. Yo, um, big thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, for those of you that are interested in joining our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. We have the link in our Instagram bio. Uh, yeah, pretty much, uh, once we get 
a few more subscribers, we'll put out some podcast merch. And technically, if you become a Patreon, we're kind of all three your sugar babies, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a little extra perk that, you know, put a little sugar in our coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost said pinky in the butt, and I was like, sugar in the coffee is a little better. Mm. <laughs> and some honey. <laughs> All right, guys. We will uh, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Thank you guys again for tuning in and listening to us ramble. Definitely check out the next episode. Appreciate all your support. Don't forget to follow Drift Kitchen on Instagram and to check out their big cartel site and pick up some merch. Thanks again, guys.